All right. Hey, welcome everyone to episode 49 of the Gunnam Explained podcast. I am Adam. Hopefully you can hear me and the technical things are awesome. I had to bring it up though because it will happen. That way I didn't jinx myself because, you know, I think that's how it works, right? No. But uh, anyway, no, and Steven's here. Good, good to have you on, Steven, from Midnight Hatter. We had our show, uh, uh, the variety show yesterday on his channel, Midnight Hatter. Check that out. Uh, really cool stuff going on there. Uh, how you doing, Steven? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. Glad to uh, get in some more Gundam talk as if I haven't done that enough, you know? You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, um, so cool. Yeah. Thanks for everyone that has joined. I see in the chat, we've got Robert, we got Ian, we got G Norwood. Oh, Boris himself, Shield Maiden. Uh, I, I, I always have trouble with that. Shield Maiden Sela 79. There's a bunch of consonants there. And then like I get uh, discombobulated. She, she sells saber fish by the seashore. Oh, wow. Well done. <laughs> Uh, Lucas Garrett, good to see you. Rogue New Type, good to see you. So really cool seeing uh, seeing the crew here. Um, yeah, so for today's show, we're going to talk about um, our impressions of Cuckoo's Doan's Island because we've both both watched it and it would be kind of interesting to uh, talk about that. Um, we're also going to talk about uh, this new uh, mobile suit that's in GBO2. I thought that was interesting, and so we'll kind of do a deep dive into that. Um, when I started doing research on it, I, I found some interesting things about it that I wasn't aware of. Um, what else do we have here? We're going to go uh, through Patreon questions. We've got a couple of those. Um, and then there's like this Gundam Next Future. Is that what it's called? Yeah, that I just randomly stumbled upon. I guess news about that came out last week after the last podcast, so we'll talk about that a little bit. But... Yeah, before we get started with everything, um, if you haven't, please subscribe. Audio version available everywhere. If uh, if it's not available somewhere, you know, you want to be able to listen to it, just let me know. Uh, join the Discord. Join the Discord. It's a lot of fun there. Um, and some of the activities we do are through Discord. Um, I've got a Patreon going on, uh, patreon.com forward slash Gundam Explained. We have this um, uh, watch along we're going to be doing with supporters. That's this weekend, so... Be sure to uh, join that if you're interested or check out the perks. Let me know if you have any questions. But giveaways going on that's in a giveaway video. I haven't even talked much about that. I need to promote that a little more. We're giving away little uh, tiny Gundams and uh, some coasters that are pretty cool. Um, Gumpla building contest, Gumpla community build. You know, I don't want to spend too much time just going through that. But if you're interested in any of the events going on, any of the things going on, check out the Discord, all that. Um, but yeah, the Endless Waltz watch along that's what i'm excited about that's actually this weekend because you know i finished wing and someone i forget if it was in discord or in one of the comments was saying uh, of the video was saying like it was weirdly addictive wing and i'm like that's a good way to put it because it's like uh, there's something that has that quality to it where it's like addictive to know what happens next even though it's just crazy but well, that's a much nicer way than you put it in your or original reaction to Wing, which was <laughs> it's bad. bad. But <laughs> it's no, bad. yeah, weirdly addictive. I think works. Um, weirdly addictive. Yeah, um, guilty pleasure. I think is a lot of people's. Yeah. No. So I can't wait to see Endless Waltz because I have no idea what to expect. Like, yeah, I just I have no idea what it's going to be like. So that would be fun. Um, you know what? Real quick, let me, um. Just real quick before we move on to some of the main topics, I just want to talk about some recent videos that uh, came out. So since the last podcast, um, 
Robot Spirit Zaku 2 Type JC from OFMS Team. I did a little look at that and compared it to some other Zakus. Um, I also did an unboxing for the Cuckoo's Doan's Island Blu-ray. If you want to check that, I had some cool stuff. And then I did my reaction as I watched it once. And I kind of skipped around and looked at some parts again as I was prepping that video. But I will need to eventually do a deeper dive to really call out things like mobile suits and stuff. Um, and actually, Stephen and I are going to talk a little bit more about this movie here in a second anyway. Um, but yeah, so if you haven't checked out those videos, feel free to check those out. Um, let's see. You know what? I just did a scene transition and no one said, hey, we can't hear you. So just I want to you know, thank the streaming technology gods that so far so good. <laughs> hey, there we go. Um, okay. So I wanted to get to the Patreon questions. Um, this one's from Ian, and I thought this was a good one, okay? Is there a particular Gundam series within the UC timeline that you would like to see get more love or expanded upon? Now, Stephen, if you've already come up with something, you can go ahead or I can. Uh, I'd like to hear yours first. I'll be honest with okay. you because... I did think about this when this question came up. Um, so I think the obvious answer is more F91 I, I feel like that's the obvious answer. But what I think is the the refined gentleman answer is double Zeta. You know, like, like a, a movie yeah. trilogy with a dub. And maybe, I mean, if, if Sunrise or whoever, they really want to go with the Zeta movie trilogy ending, would they redo... A double Zeta where Camille doesn't help Judo or Judo because that's kind of the main thing with double Zeta is even though Camille's in a coma, he is through, I guess, his new type abilities, he's still able to kind of communicate with him and like help him along the way, which I thought was a cool dynamic. But obviously, they changed what happens to Camille at the end in the movie. Um, that's right. So, to reiterate real quick, F91, I think, is the proper answer or the but. Double Zeta would be amazing. So what about you, Steven? Well, I guess uh, coming out of the similar time frame in the UC timeline would be Gundam Sentinel. Oh, because yeah. that is a very brief story. It's not as polished and not as complete as some of the other series out there. You know, the the core conflict behind the new decides and their decision to defect from the federation because there weren't enough girls for them to get girlfriends or something like that <laughs> you <laughs> I know, didn't know about that God is such an odd character uh i think that they could probably develop that those characters a little bit more with you know if they refined that series and and gave ryu roots a little bit more credit um i think ryu roots is famous for what peeing his pants while flying in the in the s gundam um so yeah the, i mean it's it, it gets double Zeta levels of silliness, but I, I think it deserves a little bit more of a deeper dive. You know what? That's a good call out because I hear about that a lot. And especially a lot of designs that came with Sentinel kind of changed the course of designing Gundams in general. Um, Cause that was, yeah, it wasn't Sentinel done as part of like first, like a magazine or something. And that was that uh, Katoki, Hajime Katoki, if I'm saying his name correctly. Uh, I believe that's correct. Okay. Okay. That's and, cool. Um, yeah, it, it was like, a, it was a photo novel, I suppose. It wasn't even like a manga necessarily. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Uh, 
in the in the chat, Shield Maiden Sailor is actually saying, yeah, F91 means uh, we can dive into a possible Crossbone anime, which I think is a good next step, because even though I haven't even r read the Crossbone manga, there's just enough Crossbone stuff out there, and there's enough of this, like, kind of visible understanding of the F91 to Crossbone sort of thing. And that, yeah, that's a weird, weird sound I'm hearing. Did you hear that, Steven? Maybe not no. on your end? Oh. Well, yeah, I uh, saw that I'm coming in a little echoey, so... Oh, okay. I'm trying to adjust yeah, then... that on my end. Oh, okay, cool. Um, so, I would... And, and then also, because if we see the stuff in Engage, that game, that mobile game, it it's like adding animation to things that we really haven't had before, like even Moon Gundam, so... Which would be another good one. Um, yeah. Um, let's see, actually, before I get to the next question, just to look, um, let's see in the chat. Oh, from Anthony Dub, he's saying Gundam Bartels, the best Gundam. I've never heard of that, unless that's a misspelling. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Never heard of that. I, I saw Barbaritos. Unless it's supposed to be that. <laughs> hey, even Rogue New Type agrees that, yeah, Sentinel needs some love. And then Luke is scared. F91 should get a full series treatment. In fact, it was intended to be a series instead of a movie. Just use the art style of origin. Wow. Art style of origin with F91. That, that's actually pretty neat. I like that idea. That would be interesting to see for sure. Um, let's see. Um, <clears throat> G Norwood had a question. Uh, if you could redesign somebody's mobile suit, whose would it be? And what would you add or remove on it? So, um, if I was, to, you know, that's a, that's a hard one because I'm a, a, uh, Canon person, an accuracy person. So I just like the mobile suits the way they are, but I, yeah, that is, and it's actually a good question. Now that I'm thinking about it, a redesign, I would almost like it if the Sazabi looked more like an evolution of a Zaku 3 to like a Zaku 4 or something like that. You know, almost like calling back to his, I guess, because Shara's always used the Zaku line, actually. I don't True. think we've heard, unless it's in a manga, that he's used a Zaku 3. But we know he's used a 1 and a 2. Um, yeah. Um, other than that, I wonder if there's like an obvious uh, answer. I would say the new Gundam... Um, it would be cooler if, like, we sometimes see with the with the Gumpla and the action figures, if it had the both side fin funnels, you know, like the yeah, the wings. It's a little more symmetrical. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that would be really cool because you kind of see that now a lot. They have the symmetrical kind of wing binder look. Um, but Very cool. Stephen, any anything come to mind from that question? Well. Um, my answer is likely to cause some controversy. I'm sure that I'm going to get all kinds of hate comments. Please send them to Adam. Don't send them to me because, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to read them, but Adam will, will tease me with them later. But if I had to choose one mobile suit to redesign, it would be the Guian. Uh, I think that the Guian looks ridiculous. Is it that big, the big green one? That is uh, it's Makuve's uh, mobile suit from the original Gundam. That's the, oh, the, the fencing yeah. one. Oh, yeah, that's you, right. 
That's right. Like the I, I and the missile shield. It, the um, way I heard that in my mind, I'm think I always say Guyan because it's cyan, okay. but I don't even know if that's correct. Guyan, Guyan. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, I don't know. That, I, I leave it to the yeah. chat to to uh, correct us on pronunciation, but I will say that the Guyan is um, it's just silly looking, man. I would take that that. Well, you could probably keep that that point on top of the head if it had more of a gear zulu style helmet and kept more of that that german militaristic look to it uh, yeah. aesthetic that that a lot of the zeon units have but the way it looks is a little too english knight for me compared to the rest of zeon which is like like we said starkly german and um you know they're supposed to be space nazis right so yeah you know what um this will be another point of debate but Makuve is how I've always pronounced it. So I, I, Mikuve, Mikuve, I don't know, but <laughs> I, I, I agree with you. You know what's interesting? When I first got into Gundam, that was, uh, and then I was, yeah, I was getting Gunplay. Then I was buying the Robot Spirits, and I saw that action figure, uh, the Guyan or Guyan, and I was like, um, this is a little ridiculous, but. There's something about the uh, Mukuve, the pilot, how he is. It kind of lends to that, and in the shield, how it's uh, how it has all the missiles on it, in the sword, like all that stuff is pretty cool. But I don't think if it was made today, they would have that extreme design difference. Like you were pointing out, it it kind of moved away from like that German aesthetic of the of you know like World War Two or whatever, and it looked more like a knight. Um, like yeah, so which is where you get like the Guyancelot. Um, oh yeah, or I suppose that that should inform the pronunciation, right? If it's Lancelot, the Guyancelot. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to figure that out because even if we go by the anime or the shows, we know that they never even pronounce things consistently. And then there's that yep. difference of the Japanese pronunciation versus the Japanese translation. Because sometimes things are pronounced the way it would be in Japanese, but then sometimes they translate it and then it's pronounced differently. Yeah, But that's another topic that could be its own video, actually. <laughs> yeah, Teton's t-shirt win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's funny. The Shar from yeah counters attack, uh, Shar's counterattack, uh, his his uh, dialect hilarious. Um, all right, so yeah. Anyway, let's get into uh, anything Gundam related. We've been getting into recently. Steven, you want to start with that? Sure, I actually have a couple of neat things to share. Got a little package today. Something that I pre-ordered that has arrived. Ooh, wow. The P Bandai Ifrit Noct, the mobile suit piloted by one of my favorite Xeon pilots, Eric Blanc, from the video game Battlefield Record 0081. I actually have one of the first release versions, but um, you know when I saw that they were going to re-release it, I had to pull the tr trigger and get another one. So that just oh, came nice. in today, which is uh, very exciting. Yeah. And um, and then something else that I wanted to share, not new per se. But uh, it's new to this channel. Okay. Is the Zeta Gundam uh, 1984 board game. I don't even know if this all fits on the camera. No, but, but it uh, looks beautiful. 
Oh, it's gorgeous. The artwork and alone has, is worth having that. Yeah, the box art is is amazing. It's got so many little gimmicks to it. Uh, for for one, you know, it comes with these little unpainted oh. miniatures that are basically like mini model kits. They they come in several parts on sprues. Wow, which is really cool. They're kind of articulated too. Um, and then it also has one of those like old school spyglass mechanics where you have like a little red frame that you can put over these magic eye designs oh, and there's like a hidden, hidden message, message yeah. that you have to decode it so um i've actually the rule book is only about seven pages and i've scanned them have high res scans and i've run them through an ocr um wow you know, text yeah detector and so now i've just been in the process of translating that let me tell you, upon my first examination of what I thought the rules were, I was way off. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> well, that, okay, so let me ask you, when you bought that, I'm assuming eBay? Uh, Mandarake, actually. Oh, Mandarake, perfect. Would you say that it was a reasonable price? Oh, it was a fantastic oh, price. Oh, okay. And, and, you know, the the things on Mandarake, obviously, similar to eBay, where, you know, you've got used yeah. and you're not quite sure what the condition is. I mean, the condition was listed as there was box damage, but all of the parts were intact. And the box damage is basically just, you know, the back of it stained. Oh, wow. So, hey, I got to say, I've had positive experience with Mandarake also, where they say something's used. I get it. It has like, you know... Like or the box is damaged, just a little like bump in the corner. Yeah, I can live with that. Oh, but that's awesome, a Zeta board game. You know, I I've always told myself like, if um, like I could be an adult in the '80s and still enjoy life just as much as now because '80s has all the metal music. Gundam was big in the '80s, like <laughs> yeah, in uh, video games. Hey, classic. Yeah, badass video games. That, that was when video games were brutal i mean yeah I, I i would say that the original mario is probably just as hard as the most recent dark souls oh yeah yeah um especially without you know the continuing all the time people get to do now oh yeah no checkpoints but uh yeah anything else gundam related you got into this week no no that was all i've got tonight but uh well, cool. but i thought that those were some cool things to share yeah i'm i like the board game i think i'm gonna shop around for that that seems like something i would have in a collection i don't know um and it comes in three chapters um this was this is the third chapter so like what's interesting wow. about the gundam board games is that they don't have a game that covers an entire series it only covers one arc of the story so this one is just the final battle operation maelstrom uh, from zeta but yeah. there's actually earlier games as well but you know i had to have my zeta gundam i could totally see myself playing that jamming to the zeta soundtrack you know like oh. having the music play and yeah that's that baseline yeah ah oh, that's that does it well um this week for me i actually got shars zagok high grade for father's day and during work i had just enough um time during training meetings really where i don't have to really speak that i would sit there and i would just work on it and it and this taking my time took three hours. And I don't think that's a long time, especially if I'm taking my time because I want to make sure I'm removing the nubs correctly and sanding them, getting them, you know, uh, to where you can't notice nubs. But one thing, and we were talking about this yesterday on your podcast, 
but I have both the the high grade and the robot spirits. Um, and I mean, I would say I think the robot spirits version is better. It is more anime accurate, but I mean, it's just fun to build <laughs> something like this. Like this is a fun Gumpla in my opinion, because it's not like an another one because how the, the joints are, they're very weird and different than what you're used to building. Um, this is a good one. If you want to do something quick and easy and unique, uh, that's a good one. Um, yeah. Yeah, I love that kit. Yeah, no, it's cool. And even the Robot Spirits version actually comes with an effect part to have it where you can impale a GM, like uh, at the Jaburo base uh, action scene. Um, that's pretty cool. Awesome. Um, the other thing, and everyone probably already saw this if you've been watching my channel, but I got the Cuckoo's Doan's Island Blu-ray. Uh I got that imported. That's how I was able to watch it and then do the reaction video. And I got to say, that's like, uh, it, it's just amazing experience. Like just one watching is great. And we're going to talk about that here in a little bit, but also the, the special features. Well, the things it comes with, it comes with that giant book of um, storyboard art, uh, but also has like the character sheet too. And I'm going to dive into that for uh, a video just so we can see what are like some of the definite facts i guess about the characters and stuff uh from because it's very interesting we'll get to in a little bit how much content is actually in the movie compared to what the show was about or the episode uh originally was about so um and then i'm trying to think you know the only other that things really is i got some uh, tommy a masking tape um because when i paint now i really want to do it as like i don't know what's the word correct as possible where i'm not there's sometimes a little bit of bleed, and it's like, you know what, I could I could avoid that. Um, again, it's just like a little tip to slowly get better at my Gumpla building. And in the Discord, um, I made a Gumpla Tips channel, and I've been posting anytime I come across something that's, in my opinion, like a simple trick. I've been throwing them in there. I actually threw up a new one in there. Um, it's a blog post, but it shows like three basic things to do. And that's like, uh, you know, how to cut the V fin, you know, cause the V fin will usually have a little extra plastic to keep it from a little safety. Tip. Yeah. <laughs> keep it from stabbing people. And then, um, just some other things about panel lining, which some members in the community have been doing that lately for the first time on their kits. And it looks great. Um, yeah, there's always cool little tips there. Um, let's see. Um, real quick, uh, I just want to go in the chat. I see a lot of chats. I want to try to get to them. But I, Lucas Garrett, my high-grade blue Destiny Unit 1 Gunpla arrived a few days ago. We'll assemble it after I am done assembling my high-grade Atlas Gundam. Well, yeah, show off the Atlas. Yeah, I can't wait to see the Unit 1, the blue Destiny, because I have the Unit 3. And I would love to get a Unit 1 too. So really cool to see what that um, would look like. Um Okay. Oh, you know, uh, Shield Maiden Sailor was saying something about the Gaian or Gian Eos. That's the one that has a Greco-Roman helmet look. And I mm -hmm. think that's also in GBO2. I think that's the first... I believe it is. Yeah, it's the first time I learned about that one. Um, and that one actually has like a spear weapon as opposed to the, the sword and shield that is from the anime. And it's it's really uh, powerful in GBO2, actually. I think at it one is. point the meta was using that um, early on. Yeah. Okay, um, what's next? Oh, yeah, speaking of GBO2, we might as well get to that next uh, topic here. Um, so this is pretty cool, this Hyzat Cannon. 
Um, so one, I don't think I've seen this before. Like I've seen a Zaku cannon, but a Hizat cannon. So the Hizat came after the one year war. I think during the Zeta timeline, they were the ones where they were develop or the Titans. I guess the Zionic sympathizers that worked for Anaheim Electronics were building for Titans. Were building Zionic based things. I think a Hizak was one of them, and then I guess a Hizak cannon, which I haven't seen. I think in any official uh, animation. This is the first I've heard of it. I think um, you know. I guess it stands to reason that there's there's a Gian cannon. There's a there's a, oh, yeah. a Marasai cannon. There's probably a cannon variant of just about every mobile suit out there. So I yeah. mean, to to. To suggest that there's a Hizak cannon is kind of obvious, but yeah. no, I've never seen it in any official materials. Which, yeah. you know, that's that's okay. I, I think that, you know, GBO2 is a great testing ground to field some of these units that, you know, we really only see the one-year war expanded upon in those types of variants. Um, yeah, for the most part. And so it's nice to see some of those variants make their way into GBO2 because otherwise it would still be a very one-year war-heavy game. Well, that's actually had me really appreciate the game because there are so many mobile suits that as I've been learning more and more about UC, there's these mobile suits that, one, I'd never he heard of before, but then I will do research into like a side story and then all of a sudden I'm hearing about the mobile suit and I'm like, oh, there we go. And so, yeah, just being able to learn about the mobile suits that way. Um, awesome. And then, I guess, limited supply drop available. Um, I'm going to be trying to jump back in here. Um, maybe by this weekend. Because um, I need to get... I want to record some more videos and just kind of chill and play. Um, and then I... So, the other thing they do sometimes is... The Recycle Center or whatever. You can go and, like, buy another... Mobile suit, and I'm always waiting for them to have the Hazel. I don't think they've had it available to buy yet. Um, no, I yeah. haven't seen that. I mean, usually, every, every time I've logged in and tried to use recycle tickets, it's like a dom. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I guess that's really it for GBO2, and again, no news on the PC version yet which yeah. is pretty crazy i was about to say sailor in the chat just mentioned the oh. uh, pc release and uh no news on that yet yeah um, i know which is unfortunate oh hey uh brian zanicelli in the chat good to see you man what did you miss and well um neon wave too what's up oh yeah there oh too yeah i'm late what did i miss nice yeah guys um what did we miss well um you know just talking about some random stuff what we got done this week gundam related uh in a minute here we're going to talk a little bit more about cuckoo's doan's island but um okay you know what since we're already on the subject i just wanted to look up the the hyzak cannon right because like um okay so let's see we see what it looks like in it doesn't like say anything specific just as Isaac can and now it has in parentheses increased armor I don't know if that's just a gameplay mechanic they're showing but when I went to go look it up I'm seeing a Titans test team colors variant and I was like okay yeah, so that color scheme yeah one the color scheme is fantastic but it's interesting that that is a thing so does that mean that's where it came from it's showing how much advance of Zeta just has so much to it that um I didn't even realize and in fact the 
the Titans Hyzak, the production model is green. So I wonder if it's just the test stuff that is this blue yellow or well there's a uh, there's a I want to say it's the Federation forces or it's the Hyzak custom from the original Zeta Gundam that there was a purplish color Hyzak. And that is the Federation forces version, yeah. Yeah. So maybe that's similar here or maybe it's flip-flopped where, you know, the Titans one has the the purple Titans test team color but the Federation got the the green one or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that is that is very interesting. Um, and then it doesn't say it just says alternate colors there. Well, this says Titan test team colors, and this says Titans production colors. So that's something I didn't realize. That even though it's obvious in Zeta, there's a lot of Titans based mobile suits that don't have those colors. I'm guessing the test team colors are really that blue, purple, yellow. Like I thought. Anything that was Titans was that, but it, it is their test versions. Because if we see like the Mark II, you know, they had all those purple versions. They were numbered and they were doing the test flights. Um, True. So that's something I might have to look into that really it's the, yeah, because even with the Hazels um, Gundams that I have. Yeah, there's some that are purple. There are some that are white. And so it's, yeah, it's almost like the the final rollout version. Yeah, they they end up uh, putting in different colors, but the prototypes are all in that purple. Okay, that and that seems like that's what it could be, and that is actually pretty cool. I I like that. Um, I'm gonna try to get an official answer, but well, and then we see like the AOZ reboot, and it's back to kind of those colors. Although this thing looks sick, like that looks the closest to what is in GBO two. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If we look at yeah, the let's see. Yeah, the picture here. Yeah, so that's cool. I, I really like that, and I like how they're adding these advance of Zeta slash Titan suits in GBO two on a regular basis. Yeah. Um. So let's see. Yeah, developed from Hyzak seems obvious. It was developed in eighty five, and I guess that makes sense considering the timeline. Um. Let's see. So the cannon is a, tw a 240 millimeter cannon. So it's a back mounted cannon useful for long to mid range attacks because it is a projectile weapon instead of a beam weapon. The load on the generator is reduced. Okay. Well, I guess that could be um, a, a good thing. Maybe. Um, let's see. Yeah, beneficial. If it's if it's carrying beam weaponry normally, you know, as a handheld weapon, it's nice to have a ballistic weapon to. Yeah, to back. yeah, just like in, in when I'm playing GBO2, if my beam weapon overheats, I switch to yeah the machine gun or a cannon or something. Um, and then for the armor to increase the suit's durability, detachable armor plates can be added to the chest of the Hyzak cannon. Okay, so when like here's the shot from GBO2, and that's like an interesting, unique thing about the suit I saw right away is that chest piece, and that really is extra armor. So the idea of that is just to give it extra armor. It even says, yeah, Hyzak Cannon increased armor. So, um, something. Now, Neon Wave in the chat here says that the uh, Hyzak that the Titans used was the same color as the Zakus, which is ironic since the Titans were trying to get rid of Zeon Remnants. So it's, it's interesting that, and, and maybe that was by design, you know, to have green, a green mobile suit that looks like a Zaku so that they could, sneak past any like IFF recognition and um, you know similar to using the the GM camouf 
uh, yeah. to, to fight the Federation. Yeah, yeah, that's some good information. I'm going to have to look more into that because I, 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 like, I think it's interesting. Like, I like the Hyzak in general. And here's, so this picture, I've seen this sometimes, and when I've researched it, sometimes these are custom models that were made for the purpose of showing off what it would look like and not that it's an actual. I mean, this just, this does say HDUC. I've never come across the Hyzak cannon. So this doesn't say like HGUC. I wonder if this is maybe they took the Hyzak cannon, customized it to make an advance of Zeta. But I love it. I love the way this looks. I mean, that that would be an awesome job, right? To uh, to work for Bandai <laughs> and to just make custom model kits for all of their uh, variation. Yes. Suits. Oh, man, that would, that would be great. Um, and yeah, Lucas Garrett saying, love the Hyzak suit. Definitely the grandchild of the Zaku. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. I, I like it because it, it only exists because Zeon was, you know, almost, you know, taken off the map, you know, and yep. yeah. Um, okay, so before we get to the main topic, one last thing is this Gundam Next Future. The largest comprehensive Gundam event in history featuring the future of the series begins from June 24th. I feel like lately in the past year, there's been so many announcements about the future of Gundam universe, like Gundam metaverse event. Here's the new and Maybe this is all the same stuff, or maybe these are really just other events and they're just, it's coinciding with the whole push that we've seen lately. What's cool about this event is not only is it a celebration around, I guess the, the actual built Gundams that exist, <laughs> uh, but there's going to be a, like a prologue to Witch from Mercury that you'll be able to watch. Yeah, and it's in the five it's five different locations. They're even going to have exclusive uh, uh, memorabilia that you can only get there. Like, apparently they've got this, I think it's like a recycled RX-78-2. So it's, I guess they used recycled parts. To, oh, are you uh, are you familiar with the Ecopla line? I've heard of it, but I'm not too familiar with it. Yeah, I mean, there, there's only a couple of kits that I've seen. Yeah, uh, I've seen a goof and a gun cannon, but they come in solid black because obviously they can't control the color of the runners that come in. Yeah, so they just melt them all down and make them black. But I mean, it's it's a high grade kit. It's it, it's perfect for people who are customizing. Them yeah, you're just gonna paint it anyway. So that is cool, especially if that somehow makes them cheaper. I don't know. Um, um, I mean. They get pretty cheap anyway, <laughs> honestly. Like when they like we were talking about earlier, how you can get like a, a Zaku, uh, a Sharzaku too easily from anywhere. Yep. Um. Yeah, the Gundam R operation. So that's the recycling thing. Um. And I guess you're getting them free, first come first serve. Um, oh, that's even better. And so. <laughs> To add, yeah, this is this ha I guess this starts middle of July and runs through the end. So I think we're gonna get a lot of interesting news, Gundam related news in July in general, even though it might all be in Japanese. Um and then like the stamp rally, I guess that might be a thing where you go around and get things stamped or something when you visit certain locations. Um Yeah, kinda like the um do they still do that thing at Disney World where you can like collect pins? Are you familiar Maybe. with that? Maybe. I've heard of that. that yeah. Um, sounds similar. And then there's this other um, RX-78-2 um, that you get 
as a prize from a certain location that comes with uh, specific markings. So what's interesting about this is it's it doesn't have any dark color, so it's completely white, which really, in the anime, the joints are, are white anyway. It's just like one of the high-grade kits or something. Yeah, the, part of it is there's some gray to it, um, but like the hands are white. You know, that, that's kind of interesting. Um, and then it comes with these stickers, which are pretty cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, yeah. That's pretty cool stuff. Too bad none of us can really go there unless one of us or someone in the chat's like, yeah, I'm going to go to Japan in July. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you and I win the lottery, I'll fly us both out there. <laughs> well, cool. Well, you know what? Next up, next up, I want to talk about Cuckoo's Doan's Island. So, there's, you know, on my video, I gave a reaction to it. I liked it a lot. I could watch it again and again. It has that wholesome feel, but it has great action. Um, And I can see the, you know, the downside that I mentioned in, in, in my video could be that it has to do with the story itself just kind of almost being like, just a whatever story, even though there seems to be some bigger implications behind the scenes, but none of the characters really knew about it, I guess. Uh, Stephen, what's your thought on Cuckoo's Doan's Island? I really enjoyed the movie. I'm going to lead, lead with the positives, and I appreciate that it offered more context around the events that were happening mm-hmm. than we got in the original series. There was a lot more going on behind the scenes. There was a lot more development of Doan as a character, I think. And, you know, there was almost this um, reverence for him as a, as a ace pilot that you, you got some of that in the original series, but not nearly as much as we got of say like Ramba Rawl, like Ramba Rawl. You get a several episode arc to him and, you know, so I think that the the Cuckoo's Doan's Island movie gave the Ramba Rawl treatment to Doan, which I think he deserved because he is a unique character among the Zeon. Yeah, um, and I even had I had watched that original episode before um, back when I first got in Gundam because I heard oh there's an episode that they removed and um, I kind of reviewed it again um, when I was watching the new movie. And while there are some similarities, I mean, there are so many things that are different. I think they really took that kind of core concept and decided to run with it. And they really, yeah, fleshed it out and made it something meaningful. Um, there was something I brought up in the video and I was wondering what your take on it. It seemed like a lot of times there were like, if I was going to say the camera, I don't know how else to explain it. Cause it's an animation, a lot of lingering shots that seemed to be more based around like, wanting to express the feeling because the music was really well done. And then they would just linger a lot where it was, that's why I felt like this movie was just as much as fan service as creator service. Cause the creator, it's almost like they wanted to express their ultimate feeling of Gundam when making this. So like the art, um, there were shots that didn't even need to happen, but it's like, how can we make some, this look cool? Like there's that shot where, the RX-78-2 is up on the the top of the, the hill and the lighthouse light kind of goes on him. And you're like, well, what's that? And then you see what it is, but it's like that shot had no purpose other than to look amazing, really. And 
There was a lot yeah. of that uh, in this. Yeah, and, and I don't mind that. I think that, you know, there's... Uh, I think that being a visual medium, you do want those types of cool shots. You know, those are your statement pieces that I think add to the storytelling, especially if they're done correctly. And it seemed to me like a lot of those sort of set piece scenes were done well enough that, you know, even if they didn't add a whole lot to the story, even if they were just, you know, all all style and no substance... I think that we kind of needed a bit of that because, you know, a lot of, a lot of the origin really, you know, the origin manga and and the origin anime kind of scaled back a little bit on the, the majesty of the Gundam itself. Okay. And so when you have that scene where the Gundam's coming down with two beam sabers, you, you know, not only is it an establishing shot, but it's also one of those menacing scenes that you really get to feel what a Xeon pilot would feel when being encroached upon by by the Gundam. Yeah, and that reminded me too. I thought it was interesting how it's it's almost like um, the RX-72 or Armoro gets bested by Doan in his Zaku 2. But at the same time, um, Doan was being defeated by a Zaku that Amro was able to defeat. So I thought it was a very interesting dynamic of is one more popular than the other, or popular, powerful than the other. But at the same time, if we look at Doan's intent, it it was good. So a lot of times that, that I guess, comes with it. The good nature prevails in a way. Um, and yeah, I, I mean, if you if you think about the story for a second, it's, it's, it's kind of um, this... Uh, what, what am I trying to say? It's it's not depressing or sad, but it has this kind of melancholy uh, like quality. A utility, yeah. a sense of yeah, because you know, powerlessness and hopelessness. Yeah, and yeah, and it, you feel that a lot too in the characters because of what they're going through. I mean, Amuro gets left behind. You don't know if these kids are survivors. Is Doan a survivor? Like, yeah, there's yeah, this that's a yeah, very good way to look at. It. It's very interesting that they did it, but I loved. Like the interaction between the white base uh, characters, like I loved when Sela was going out to go help on the mission. You know they weren't supposed to have, and she gives a, a wink to Mirai, and Mirai winks back. And I was like, oh, that's really cool because I love how these characters all agree. Like we need to help Amaro. We need to, you know, stick by and save him. And so that just like. Yeah, when Slager brought up, do you want to be court-martialed or something? And then everyone's like, oh, yeah, or something like, I love how everyone came together to to help. It, and that's what makes this wholesome and nice. Like, the, the characters are written, and this is going to be a bad example, like The Last Jedi. <laughs> we see how Luke is written, which, whatever, you can like it. But in this, they didn't do that. They really doubled down on these characters being a family in the white base. And you and you totally feel that when watching it, yeah. And and we got some Job John representation. Yeah, Let's hear it for Job John. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he was <laughs> flying the gun parry and and you know talking to the crew. Yeah, that was uh, I, I yeah. You know anyone in anyone else in the chat watch it? Um, let's see. I'm gonna look okay. in here real quick. Uh, yeah, let me apologize that we we probably should have warned 
the chat that we were going to be doing some spoilers here. <laughs> uh, you know, I've tried to avoid the spoiler part, though. Haven't we spoiled anything? I, I don't think so. I think okay. that's been pretty... I mean, everything we've talked about has been kind of in the previews and... Yeah, you know, the animates from the seventies. So and if, it, you, if you don't know the story of Doan, then see that's what's interesting because I don't. It's like I don't know if something's a spoiler or not, but there's some interesting events that occur. That it's like I don't really want to go into the details because it has no bearing on me liking it or not. But I think it's worth watching to kind of see what you feel about it. Um, you know what? That would be a good idea further down the line to do some spoiler talk, even though it's. It's light and spoilers, but the main it's it's how I like to explain it is, Stephen, I feel like the movie started with a bunch of elements that it then called back at the end. And I think that's that that would be the spoiler because it's more of that surprise you as a viewer get when you witness these callbacks that explain the story. Um, I'll, we'll probably have to talk more about that later once most have watched it now. I saw something, uh, yeah, Brandon Hayes, uh, looking forward to the English dub. I heard somewhere that this film was a test to see how people like 079 Gundam with new animation and that they'd do more if it was successful. True. I feel like that would be everyone's wish to the point to where that has to be true. Like, I, I like in there's enough 3D or CG in this where I feel like a lot of assets were created that could be repurposed. Um, there are so many assets. And that's one interesting thing about this movie, too. If you watch it, they they seem to, it's, even though it's focused on the white base and Doan, it does go to other characters within the universe that they didn't need to. And it's almost like it was just an excuse for them to build those assets so they could be used more in the future. Yeah. Um, let's see. And then... Um, there was something else I saw. Yeah, Sayla saying sort of cinema as art shot. And yeah, that's definitely the case. A lot of this was, you know, uh, art at the highest level because, I, you know, Yaz is, his, I don't know how to say his full name, but the guy's been doing it forever. He's top of his game with his yeah. artwork. Um, yeah, Yasuhiko. Now, okay. I did hear that this was his last um, work on Gundam. Yeah. He's not going to be coming back. So, you know, anything that, Anything origin that's going to be coming out going forward is not going to have his blessing on it, which oh. you know I have mixed feelings about. Oh, he said um, he wouldn't want that to happen. Well, or you just mean he, because not he's not going to want it, but he wouldn't oversee it the same way. He wouldn't be directing, so to speak. And I, historically looking at non Tomino Gundam, I'm fine with that. And you see stuff because it seems to always work, even MS Igloo. Like, yeah, even with its faults, it does so many cool things for people that like you see, I could totally see them. Yeah. Making more origin stuff. And I mean, those, yeah, I, I just, I'm curious how well this did in Japan and what they plan to do. I mean, and then thinking of the McDonald's marketing campaign on top of that, you know, they've, they are probably expecting something uh, more to be doing. We it's been a big year for Gundam. We're kind of spoiled for content. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I, I can't believe last year was Hathaway, and then this year is Cuckoo's Doan's Island. Like, that's... Uh, let's see. Um, I've Neon Wave is saying, I've heard someone describe Cuckoo's Doan's Island as a pointless but good remake movie. And that's the thing. 
there is a part of it that seems pointless, but like, then it's okay. It, it's, it, I don't know. I, like most of the time, if something's pointless, like, yeah, why did I watch it? But I think just an excuse to be with the white base crew I, and, and to see RX-7 or man, just the mobile suit battles in that animation. It's just worth it for that. Um, yeah. And this will be mildly spoilery, but it's not just Amro versus Doan. So oh yeah, yeah. That's that's the thing. I was surprised at all the action in it. Um, yeah. really. Um, let's see. Well, I'm sure whenever we get an English release, we should do a watch along. Definitely. Or I'm down. I was even thinking maybe even next month doing the watch along of my uh of the Blu-ray. I have the subtitles. So man, that might be a thing. Yeah, we usually for the Patreon, we usually kind of do a vote, vote on Patreon for like what the next watch along should be. And Brandon Hayes is saying, I felt they did a great job of balancing the CGI with traditional animation. Um, Hathaway Gundam film didn't accomplish this. I didn't notice that in Hathaway. Um, and or maybe it's I because I don't have a history with anime like most people do. It's easy for me to accept CGI when I'm seeing it in an animation. Um, so yeah, that, that, that to me is pretty cool. Um, so I've noticed Anthony is asking a lot about the Barbados Gundam. Uh, yeah. What about it? Well, I haven't seen IBO. Um, but if you have anything specific, you want me to speak on that, just let me know. Anthony, Anthony must love the Barbados. Like he's <laughs> all about that. Um, Let's see, what else? Um, oh, yeah, whoever's a mod here, please meet Anthony. Well, Anthony, I apologize. Everyone is rightfully so kind of calling out your Barbados, man. If, if there's something about Barbados you need to get off your chest, feel free to email me at gundamexplainatgmail.com. We can have a Barbados segment um, if needed. <laughs> um, I mean, there's almost a meme, right, that it's like, you know, Nice, nice Gundam, but how does it stand up to Barbados? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> we talk about the origin. Hmm, sounds cool, but what about the Barbados? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's interesting. Um, uh, let's see. Um, yeah, Stephen, anything else you want to bring up about Cuckoo's Doan's Island? Um, I don't think so like i said you know we should probably once once we do a, a little watch along it might be fun to get into some of the spoilery type stuff and yeah. discuss some of the some of the detailed uh, sequences but i mean i think that it's it's great that we kind of get a little taste of 0079 again yeah and you know wishful thinking maybe we get some more origin content but um, I'm just happy with everything origin that we get. Yeah, same here. Uh, so really, I mean, at the end of the day, this movie, I would say, met to exceeded my expectations. Um, I I mean, I don't, you know, which from Mercury is cool as that is. Like, if you're, if you're telling me you're getting an origin with the white base crew and then some other Gundam, I mean, I'm going to like the... That stuff, but it's good that we get the options, you know, the choices, right. all the different stuff. Um, well, cool. Um, yeah, you know what? Let's see. That might be it. I think we've gone over everything we need to for today. Um, let's see. Um, Brandon Hayes is asking, is there any word of when the Cuckoo's dub is coming? And there's not. And I'm surprised about that because how they're doing the simul 
cast release for The Witch from Mercury. Hathaway got the English dub shortly after it was released. I don't know if this is a mix of maybe they're putting a lot of money into making Origin and it's more of that, uh, uh, what was that, uh, prestige or legacy sort of project. And they're really going to say, well, let's just see how it does to then release it elsewhere. Um, just It's just crazy that Hathaway got the dub so quickly right. or that could have been under that netflix management where the anim uh you know i don't know if you heard like the animation team they had to fire a bunch of people because they weren't i guess really completing projects or something or or they were something was going on where they were cutting corners with the animation projects and it was losing them money um yeah uh, and you know because of that we haven't even heard from the uh the live action gonna movie yet that's been a year oh yeah that that's been you know we've got that that still from the uh, from the sort of concept art, and that was about it. You know what? One thing I want to bring up. So I watched that new Doctor Strange movie. I've been meaning to see it because I'm a huge Sam Raimi fan. It just came out on Disney Plus. The editor for that is the same editor for most of Sam Raimi's movies, but it's the same editor for Kong Skull Island, who's directed who it it was directed by the guy that's doing the Gundam movie. Um. To me, that's just a neat connection. I don't know if that sits with everyone else, but I love that because, you know, Sam Raimi has a style and that editing work looks fantastic. And if that was like Gundam in Gundam for some reason, that would be that would blow my mind. Um, just if there's some sort of way to have Bruce Campbell and Gundam connection, like maybe Bruce Campbell should play General Revel, give him a beard and mustache since he's at that age. <laughs> you know, Jared, Jared Mesa in the chat here. First of all, you know, I hate the Titans, but no, surprised that they changed <laughs> Doan from a looking like a caveman to being an attractive dude. A younger Bruce Campbell could have been a, a solid Doan. Yep, that is right. Very good. That is a good. That is a good call. Um, let's see. Anything else? Uh, Alex Gonzalez mentions uh, any thoughts on the big info dump that we got about Witch from Mercury. Oh yeah, that's right. You brought that up, Stephen. Have you? Do you remember some of the details? Yeah, off offhand, it seems like it's kind of a, you know, and, and I think that this is going to resonate with the people listening. Is it almost feels a little Fire Emblem Three housey? Uh, you know, you have these kind of great houses and these these young um, sort of child soldiers in training that represent these different sort of great houses. Um, it's, it sounds like an interesting storyline. And actually, Mercury is the surname of the main character. So the witch from Mercury... Mm, that's right. More like it, the, it's the family Mercury. It's not the planet Mercury. So, um, And Wait. we got introduced to a whole lot of mobile suits, which is very cool. Wait, so I, I just pulled up something because I was just doing a search. Yes, yeah, Saleta Mercury is her name. And I did hear the thing about the last name, but I also see this line here. She is the pilot of the Gundam Ariel developed on Mercury. So that is weird. Uh, I wonder if they're going to explain that. Yeah. Um, well, I guess if there's someone from Mercury and their last name is Mercury, I, and why would you develop a mobile suit on Mercury? See, these are the questions. Like, yeah, um, Jupiterus makes sense, and like Jupiter, Jupiterus. Yeah, Mercury is probably a little hot there. Yeah, um, 
Let's see. They yeah, the character designs are interesting. I gotta say, in general, I I'm not like drawn to the mobile suit designs. Sometimes that changes when like you build them, you know. <laughs> so the character design is very reminiscent of Turn A to me. The characters look very soft. They're not very uh, rendered, you know. Like as far as art style goes, they're very. Um, they're very smooth and like, you know, especially uh, this character, Ghoul, that we have on screen here, um, who I think I made a joke on Discord that he just looks like Billy from Stranger Things to me, but with pink hair. Uh, and, and obviously seems like, you know, the bully character, right? You, you can almost read these characters' personalities from their facial expressions, which credit to the artists for, you know, you can almost plot out the the arc of the season just looking at these characters okay yeah that's cool because it does say that he has a rough temperament and it's quick to anger and that thing about the house you were talking about as the ace pilot of jet turk house so very I interesting i wonder if they're like i mean maybe this is used in a lot of other media but maybe they're pulling from like um what is it called uh game of thrones is that what it's yeah, I don't, maybe, maybe a little Game of Thronesy, something like I, that. You know what? I know this might be blasphemous, but I haven't watched Game of Thrones. I think I tried the first episode, and in the middle of it, I was like, eh, not for me. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, you know, I, I'm cool. I'm down to watch something. You know, I love the idea of a brand new Gundam show coming out while I have this channel, because I'm going to want to cover each episode as they come out. And talk I mean, to everyone about it. Give it a shot. Yeah. Uh, uh, to answer Gamer's question, it is not IBO and is not UC. It is it is a new, new, new. Yeah, universe. whole new universe. That is pretty cool. Um, oh, and Sailor's even saying houses like Dune. Yeah. Um, yeah, or Harry Potter. Yeah, okay, that's right. Dune, that's something I, I watched recently. Okay, cool. Well, um Anyway, I think that's it for the show. Thanks to everyone that's in the chat. You know what? If I want to say I love the chat. I, I I think, and I've done this before, I've had shows where I just read the chat. It's fun. So if there's anything that you brought up that no one answered, you know, go to the Discord, pop it in general, or one of maybe the related uh, channels, because I'm always down to, like, look, if someone asks a question, I'm going to go look it up and try to figure out something, and that might be a video or um yeah, if anyone has any questions, yeah, let me know. Um, but hey, Stephen, that was fun. Um, any any last words? <laughs> no, no, this has been this has been an awesome stream. Thank yeah. you as always for having me. I love my Thursday Gundam binge. Oh yeah, no, oh, yeah, definitely. And yeah, if you want to check out Stephen's stuff, I do have links in the description because we do have a show uh, uh, on his channel on Wednesdays, and it's not really. Super Gundam related. We'll bring up Gunpla stuff sometimes, but it's varieties lot of game development and talk because I have fun with that. But uh, yeah, anyway, yeah, we cover a lot. Of yeah, yeah. Well, thanks everyone for watching, and uh, we'll talk later.